Oh, hope your Liberty weekend has started. Did you put the white pants away? Are you a white pants guy? Uh, me? Yeah. No. I wish. I wish I could pull off the white pants. I can't. Yeah. I, my mom once bought me a pair of white linen pants. Those <laughs> never got on. That, never? That, that, that was a return. See, I would think you could be the guy that could pull them off. No, no. I don't want to be wearing white linen pants or white tie. I'll wear white golf shorts, but I'm not wearing white linen pants. All right. I think you could. I'm just for the record well, here, I, I think you could do it. It's kind of you to say. And so could our next guest. We are joined by Jason Wildy, Wildy and Tausch, 9 to noon on ESPN Wisconsin, covering the Packers unlike anyone else for ESPN Wisconsin and Good Karma Brands. Hello, Wildy. Uh, I am not wearing white pants, uh, linen white pants, parachute pants. A, I'm probably going to spill something on them. Uh, so I don't wear white for that reason. And secondly, anything that's clingy is probably not up my alley. <laughs> that's also very good. Yes, I agree. I don't like white linen pants. Hey, how did your night go last night? We uh, we played some clips from Jordy Nelson, Josh Sitton, both inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. We know you were there uh, as we were talking to you yesterday as they were approaching the stage. How did it all go? Great. I did not go to the actual event. Because uh, that requires you. I mean, I bet there were some people there with white linen pants. Quite frankly, uh, but you got to get dressed up. You got to buy a ticket, and uh, so I didn't do either of those things. The press conference was sufficient. I got to talk to James Campen, who's one of my all-time favorite uh, coaches. Uh, got a hug from him. Got a hug from Josh Sitton, which I wasn't expecting, but it was great to see him as well. And and Jordy did not give me a hard time for wanting him to still be wearing a Packers uniform. So for me. It was a very successful evening. So, Jason, I want to look ahead a little bit. We had, I want to look back then forward. We had both uh, Sitton and Jordy talk about the, the, the aura of the Packers, kind of this ingrained feeling of being part of a franchise. Saw stat today, Packers are, what, the youngest team in the league this year. Is that aura, does it still feel like it's up there, or is it all kind of a new energy? No, I, I don't think it's still up there. I think it is a, a new energy, and I think there's another thing that, uh, I, those guys are not old men by any means, but I think that is an antiquated view of this organization. Frankly, um, you know, there's a there. There's certainly we all know about the history. Uh, people love to uh, talk about the history, but I don't really think they care about the history as much as they once did. Certainly not as much as they did when when Bob Harlan and and Ron Wolf and and Mike Holmgren were here. I I, I can tell you this. You know, if you look around the facility, and I, I had this conversation with, with Matt LaFleur, so it's not like I'm making this up. This is by design. You know, instead of having meeting rooms with pictures of the Packers greats of yesteryear, uh, they want pictures up of current players. They think that's important. Uh, now, you know, we can have a whole another conversation as uh, varying degrees of old guys here saying that, you know, today's generation wants to have their ego stroked and they're more interested in a picture of themselves than a picture of, you know, Reggie White in the defensive line room or something like that. And so uh, that that is it is catering to today's player. Uh, it is not living in the past. I personally would argue that you can balance both. But as you heard both Josh and J- Jordy talk about yesterday, uh, for a lot of guys in that era, that still mattered. And I don't think it matters uh, anything close to as much uh, today. I just don't. Yeah, it's an interesting trickle-down effect, too, because you have to feel like it it comes from the head coach. And I've asked Matt LaFleur in previous years, uh, I think it was his first year, you know, how do you you treat the Packers-Bears rivalry 
There are no more sizzle reels. There are no more, you know, Lombardi-era Packers coming in to talk about the Packers and Bears rivalry. It seems to me, Jason, he treats upcoming Bears week like a very important division game, but it's it's not so much about the rivalry. Yep, you're exactly right, Craig. Uh, and, and look, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to say that that's the right approach or the wrong approach because I don't know. I mean, I suppose if you win the games, uh, whatever approach you took is probably the right approach, but... Uh, it is definitely different. There is just not that same type of thought process at all. And, and I think it is a reflection of, you know, kind of the people that are there. Like, you know, Bob Harlan came through that organization uh, and was there for nearly 40 years, right? Um, Mark Murphy didn't play for the Packers. I mean, a Mark Murphy did play for the Packers, just not that one. And he doesn't. You know, he and others that work there, a lot of them are not uh, Green Bay area natives or Wisconsin natives. And so that just, it isn't there. And and there's also the reality, and, and I didn't mean to turn this into a bash the Packers because they don't appreciate their history anymore kind of a discussion here. But, you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that Matt LaFleur is not this, wired the same as, as you know, Mike Holmgren was, who was a student of history and had been part of the Bill Walsh 49ers teams of the 80s, right? They're just, it's just a different time with different people, and it just doesn't resonate the same way as it once did. Well, I don't think that's bashing at all, Jason. I think it's actually a really interesting point to make because I think if you're stuck in the past, you kind of die in the future, and you have teams with recent, real, a lot of success. Seattle Seahawks are the one that come to mind for me where they created their own history within the last 10 years. They didn't rely on any history, not that there was any there, but that's not necessarily, I don't think, a bad thing. Yeah, I, I think there's a way to do both. And and frankly, I think there's a lot to be learned. You know, whether you're doing our job and you're around somebody like Homer, who's done it for a long time, or you're doing another job where you're just around people that are experienced and know what they're doing, I love the fact, you know, Greg, you brought this up, but like Mike Sherman used to do this. Mike McCarthy used to do this. And by the way, Tausch said that Mike McCarthy was the hit of last night's event because of his recorded speech that he gave for both those players uh, from Dallas. But they, I do think you can still be focused on the present and do your job and also appreciate like the history of Bears Packers. And I, I really don't, I, I think Greg hit it on the head. I don't think anybody cares about this rivalry anymore. I think the fans care. I, you know, I think the players know what they're supposed to say about it. I don't think they care. I think they think it's the same uh, as week two against Atlanta, basically. Uh, it's a division opponent, so it's a little different, but that's it. And, and I think Jordan Love knows that both of his predecessors were really good against the Bears, so maybe it's a little different for Jordan, but for most of these guys, I mean, Christian Watson's not real worried about whether or not they're playing the Bears, the Vikings, the uh, Lions, or the Toronto Argonauts. It is a weird time now, Jason. Three preseason games instead of four. Extended time to get ready for week one. I'm sure that's going to be beneficial time for several Packers who are, are a little dinged up. I, I, is there anybody you're looking at saying, wow, it's it's maybe a good thing the Packers aren't beginning the season this weekend? Yeah, Romeo Dobbs for sure. Um, he has a, a hamstring injury. We don't know how significant it is. Um, he, he would not even address when he talked in the locker room how significant it may or may not be. He said, you'll have to ask coach, which I was going to kick out of people that are saying, uh, ask somebody else about my injury. 
So you know he does not want to miss, have a misstep and speak out of turn. So we'll get an injury report next Wednesday. That'll be the first time when we get a better feel for his uh, limitations. So he's one of them. Uh, Devondre Campbell, their inside linebacker, who was a first-team All-Pro two years ago, uh, he was able to practice yesterday. So that's an encouraging sign for a guy that's been out for about two weeks. So those, they're very healthy. They, they took those risks of playing all their guys in the preseason, and for the most part, they managed to escape unscathed. And real quick, you didn't mention Rashawn Gary. You just you ripped apart his knee last year, and this is miraculous, Jason. I don't know what it says about his work ethic. Maybe it's just a contract thing. I can't believe that it looks like he's going to be set to go and healthy enough to at least play. I don't know how many snaps, but at least play on opening day. That is remarkable. Oh, he's playing. Uh, Matt LaFleur didn't, didn't hesitate. What he said was he's going to be on a pitch count, which means if you're on a pitch count, that means you're at least going to be in there for some pitches, right? Because otherwise you'd be saying, well, we don't know if he's going to be ready or not. So he's, he's playing against the Bears. The question is how many snaps. Uh, and, again, he did say that he's going to be on a pitch count. So if they play 65 defensive snaps, let's say, I'm guessing he'll play somewhere around 30, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But, yeah, he's, uh, he, looked, he has looked great. Uh, after everything that David Bakhtiari went through on the road back from his ACL, uh, Rashawn Gary's been the exact opposite. 274 days between the injury and him being cleared and being on the practice field. Amazing. That is remarkable. Football, the college variety all over the TV this weekend. You'll have to wait until Thursday for the NFL season to kick off Packers and Bears on Sunday of next weekend, September the 10th. Appreciate it, Jason. Enjoy the holiday weekend, and we'll check in again on Tuesday. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Be good. You bet.